week was garbage, says Aaron. My week was terrible, not worth dwelling upon. Okay. My um, week was terrible, not worth dwelling upon. Uh, my Tuesday sucked. It was, it was probably the worst day this week. But uh, Nick, how was how was your week? Nick, I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> this is a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all you know. When I have bad weeks, it's or good weeks. It's all work dependent. That's really all it is. Like. You know, like, like, I, every, everything else in life is amazing, and it's all contingent on work. So. Okay, so Jason, my work day for that day sucked. When did I get it? I got it. I got it Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday was the busiest day at work. It was like just nonstop. When I finally got that Xbox in the morning, I was happy. I was ecstatic because I finally got it. Later on in the week, PlayStation and Sony Direct had a, had a had a drop of PlayStation 5. Couldn't get it. Like I said, they're saying uh, hopefully by the end of 2022, things will go back to normal for PlayStation. Well, it's all it's the semiconductors. It's also the workforce, and I get that. I understand that. But it's yeah. like, dude, just, just release them in... I mean, look on the, the dude, but look on the bright side, and I feel like you're gonna find this out very quickly with your Xbox. Well, it's they're very they're very much the same. They are exactly yeah. The you're same. not missing out on anything. Like the I have the two things I could not get on PS4 that I own are Dark Souls, and actually that I think that's it because even Miles Morales I could have gotten on PS4. Yeah. Um, I mean, the that, low I times have it, I have it on PS4 as well. I I upgraded to an SSD. In the PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. so that works great. Load load times are better, and that's really like other than that, there's not a whole lot. There's like right now, it's still too early. Like, mm-hmm. so if you don't get a PlayStation Five until like 2023, you're really not gonna be missing out on anything that other people are gonna be playing. Like the newest one to come out is Returnal, and that's like a a rogue light, you know, where it's like if you die, you go back to the very beginning. Ooh. There's no save. Uh, it, they say a lot of it's based off of like Alien, like it's very reminiscent of like Alien or Prometheus. Okay. But I'm not going to spend seventy dollars on a game just because it looks like a movie franchise I love and I want to throw my fucking controller at my TV. So. <laughs> the oh indie God. classics on Steam were great. The sixty-eight. Yes. The 6800 PC Master Race. Fuck. Although he's got he's got a very good system. He does. I if somebody would gift me a very good system, I'd probably never go back to console gaming. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to invest that much money. The only reason, literally, the only reason I've ever really thought about it is for Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, but you can get that on Xbox. So in a, in a, uh, this summer, I think end of this summer. Ooh. So I've like- been thinking about. I've been thinking about getting an Xbox One X now just for that, and then you and I could play together. Yeah, oh, we could yeah. stream together. Could stream together. We'd be pilots together. <laughs> I see. I loaded. I have not. I installed a Master Chief Collection onto the SSD of the Series X. I have mm. yet to play it because I want to try those 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 quick resume the load times. Yeah, uh, I did. Well, I did Red Dead, but it's off of a disc, so it's different. Yeah. 
Uh, honestly, Red Dead 2 does not load a whole lot faster for me than it did on PS4. Oh, Every it, other game it loads a lot faster to. than from what I remember when it was on the one. Yeah, and I think it does. Um, but not, you know, I was expecting it to be like five seconds. What would uh, your pilot nickname be? A la Top Gun. So your call sign? Moose fucker would be mine. <laughs> um Chewy? I guess, yeah, I guess mine would be Sheriff, just because that's my, like, gamer tag, and it's for Sheriff Finsky. Yeah, mine would mine'd probably have to be Chewy. Mm. While we're all here, talking about flying and whatnot. Are you getting your pilot's has, license? No, oh, I wish. <laughs> um, has anybody been following the UFO shit? That I haven't. The Pentagon is like releasing and like the projects they're talking about now. And I haven't they been have following to give it. A... I've seen it. I've seen like like news articles, but I'm like, it can't be. The, can't be the Trump administration basically, uh, they wrote something. I think it was for a COVID relief bill. And they said, okay, like, you know, we'll do this and this and this. But you have to, uh, what's the opposite of disclose? undisclose or is it you have to disclose this they basically have to shed light on because they've had a they've had a that's right yeah they've had a they've had a program for years um and the the leader of that program that they hired uh that the pentagon you know had he's he's talking about how and you can look like new york times was was covering this um that we have some materials from some of these craft and the the materials um, are not made of this earth. I swear on everything I hold dear in my life. You can look this up. It's a New York times. Look up you, uh, New York times UFO. You'll find all sorts of stuff. Obama was just on, uh, I think James Gordon. And he was asking him like, so what is this? And Obama was saying, yeah, we don't know what they are. They, the way they move is unlike anything that we have. Like Obama was saying it. Um, Ted Cruz was saying it, but that you could, you know, like whatever he says. Um, there was another Senator. I can't remember his name, but he, he did a, a piece in New York times also about it. And essentially when this bill was written, where the Pentagon has to, you know, um, declassify this report, they have until the end of June, I believe. But if, you know, I mean, like that doesn't mean anything. It could be everything government related is delayed so it could be august september whatever but if you look it up they're also called um the the military definition that the pentagon is officially calling it they're not calling them ufos it's uh uaps uh unidentified aerial phenomenon okay it's it is fucking insane that you can you see like the, the military videos where they're they're boxing in these craft and they're like what is that they don't know what it is our military doesn't know what it is and they've they're finally like admitting it um, <laughs> i'm not saying like it's it's aliens you know because everyone's like well aliens. clearly it's like it's it's uh you know it's it's russia or chinese technology um the thing is every other country every other nation has these same videos and no one is coming forward. No one knows what they're, and it could be, you know, maybe it's Russia and they're taking videos of it. They're like, see, we don't know what it is either, mm-hmm. but no one knows what it is. And now the Pentagon has to declassify this report. Um, this guy that was the head of this Pentagon 
I think it was called Project Black Hat. No, Project Black Book or Blue Book, Project Black Book. Project Black something maybe with a book in it. Definitely Project and probably book in it and probably Black maybe, I don't know. Um, he just went to Italy where they gave him tons of information on their uh, UAPs or UFOs. And again, no one knows what these are. There's a video that you can watch of a military helicopter following one, tracking one, and it goes into the ocean, just dives right into the ocean, gone. Weird. I'm literally not making any of this up. This isn't like like I'm being indoctrinated or anything. Like this is from from legitimate sources. This is from our US military. And and no one knows what any of it is at all. And it's crazy how much like I've been really digging into like the conspiracies behind like UFOs and stuff. And it's uh it's fast. You know, you never know what to believe because it's like even if it seems really legitimate, you're like, okay. But is it, you know, um, but I've really been like, not since I was like, a, a, in my early teens, have I been this interested in like UFO stuff. So it's been a super interesting time to kind of like watch what this all is. It's just gonna be disappointing when it turns out to be like, it's just Chinese drones or something. But no, but no, when you watch some of these videos, I'll send you some. Um, they're fucking insane. Then there's one I just found out about that was in one of these uh, New York Times articles in Scotland, apparently in like 1990, 1991, these two hikers got a perfect, and again, take this all with a grain of salt, a perfect image of one of these things flying with a, with a fighter jet behind it. Um, and they tried to sell it to a newspaper. The, um, I think they're ruled under England because the, what's their government they uh whatever they're the, basically their their government um made it classified it was supposed to become unclassified after like 30 years and that was like around last year and and again this is all true you can look this up they reclassified it for another 70 or se uh, 70 years so you cannot see this image it won't be released to the public until we're like 81 82 83 yeah uh, and that's all, that's all real. So I've, I've really been getting into that stuff recently. I don't know what that, that doesn't have anything to do with a flight simulator, but a lot of these are coming from pilots. So I, if you look it up, you'll find a ton of crazy shit. Close Encounters, if you want to talk about movies again, that's my favorite alien movie of all time. The, uh, the scene in the air traffic control tower where you don't see any of the pilots or what they're seeing, you're just hearing it over the radio in the control tower and how they're like, do you want to report a UFO and everyone's silent? And then you hear the pilots go, no, we don't. That's what, that's a lot of what's coming out right now is your reputation could be tarnished. And now all of these pilots, all of these military pilots, military leaders are coming forward and being like, no, yeah, this is true. Like, if you look it up right now, you're going to be pretty shocked, I think. Um, but that's, that's my favorite scene out of any uh, extraterrestrial movie. Um, and if you ever want to get into like good extraterrestrial movies to watch, the miniseries Taken that Steven Spielberg did is based off of all real, allegedly real UFO like events. It's a, uh, it's fucking crazy. I saw Bigfoot once. 1951 made a sound. I wouldn't hear again. You put that in quotes. Is that from something? Yeah, it's Austin thing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Those days are behind me. Um, 
Close Encounters, Funniest Part. I don't remember that. Oh, is that someone talking to Richard Dreyfus? Richard Dreyfus in that movie too is phenomenal. It's my second favorite role of his after uh, Jaws, which is funny because it's I think the movie he did right after, mm-hmm. maybe not I, right after, but I need to go out and purchase Close Encounters. I've seen it. I really enjoy it. It's just it's just one of those Steven Spielberg movies that I don't own. I have, and, it's, uh, and again, John Williams score. You can have my DVD. I have the special edition on DVD, and then I bought it on Blu-ray, and then I bought it on 4K. So you can have one. You could probably have the Blu-ray too if you want. Honestly, yeah, it's irritating. It's like Blade Runner with how many cuts <laughs> there are. Um, I prefer the theatrical cut, I think, from what I remember. Um, but there, it it deals with like with like you know like alien life in a very kind of realistic and grounded way. A lot of people bitch because they're like, you don't see the aliens to like the very end. And it's like, well, yeah. That's like, the same thing is... with signs. Yeah. And it, and it grounds it more in a way where it's like, these are what people said they saw. You know, like if, you, if you're going by what people, re, you know, recount. Um, mm-hmm. Signs and are fucking amazing. Signs is, I think Signs is my favorite and my Shyamalan. It's not hard to pick. I mean, obviously Sixth Sense is like his that's what really threw him out there. But I think signs is definitely oh, um, split. My favorite really damn good, but splits good, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's great. It's nothing like signs or six cents. And I think those are really his only two masterpieces. Unbreakable. Yeah. Unbreakable is pretty good too. Chuck Taylor says, man, is that about split? I hope unbreakable. The first time I saw it, I hated it. And then I watched it a couple more times and I really liked it. Um, but I didn't like the glass that much. Split was okay. Um, I don't like that he was trying to make a universe with glass. That oh no, actually with split, where at it the very split, end you yeah. see Bruce Willis's character. That was I was like, Jesus Christ, you know, we live in we literally live in the world of shared universes now, mm-hmm. and it's so fucking irritating. Um yeah, I I think that's and then and then in because you saw Glass, right? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. And I, yeah, I own them all. Don't Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson die at the end? All three of them do. So it's like, I guess maybe he wasn't trying to make a shared universe, but it's like, what the fuck was the point to bring them back for this movie then? You know, it was just... Yeah. I don't think they did. I don't think no. they forced or pushed I, it. I because think it was all on M. Night. He's, he wasn't someone they were betting on really anymore, you know? Like after The Village, which did okay... But then, you know, you had Lady in the Water, Avatar, Last Airbender. After the happening, like, no studio, if you know, would have been like, we need to make a universe based on your characters. Because if they wanted to do that, you would have been better off. It would have been super unrealistic. There's no way it would have happened. But having, like, uh, Bruce Willis's ghost meet Mel Gibson, you know, and then you could almost make a movie based off of Faith, and you know, and the Faith Mel Gibson has about, you know, that he was kind of working through in Signs, and now he's meeting a ghost. Like you can almost do something interesting with that. Um, although at the same time, studios are fucking stupid. And since Unbreakable was kind of like his grounded uh, superhero mm-hmm. movie, maybe they were like, "We're gonna do a superhero series. This is your chance again, M Night Shyamalan." So yeah, maybe I guess maybe that could have been. But I don't know. If I was a studio, I would have been like, "No, we're not betting on that horse. It's a, that's a fucking suicide." What? Uh huh. <laughs> Um, is there anything else good coming out? We should talk about Dune at some point in the next uh, few weeks. I mean, 
Do they call him by his full name every time they talk? Yeah, what do you call... You don't call him M. Like, what do... Like, people who know him on a first Mr. name Shamala? basis... Is his name... Uh, call him, like, M. Knight? Or what, Knight? Knight? Knight Sham? Knight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Do you remember... I think it was... So, like, he was at his peak after Signs. And when they were... Aaron might remember this. When they were... <laughs> sort of gearing up doing the marketing for the village there was i think it was on sci-fi his channel. name was mark it was are you sure it's not jonas i don't know if that's true or not if 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 jason's joking is oh, his name really mark? mark why not just call him mark Shamalon then if that's true like mark what does Knight the m stand for no just call him mark Shamalon. why does it have to be m Knight? i guess m Knight Shamalon sound it rolls better whatever um, oh, it's a joke. That's so okay. It's better than M. So it's I am I'm gonna put it in the chat in the chat box because I am going to butcher the fuck out of this name. His first name? Oh yes. Cause I don't even know how to really say it. Mano Nelyatu, I would say. Manonel, yeah, Manoneliatu is how I would say it. But is that so? M Knight, so Neliatu, I'm assuming he changed to Knight, or that's his like stage name. Yeah. Nikki Minaj Neliatu Shamalama Ding Dong, I like it. Um, Shamalama Ding Dong. When the village was coming out, there was a like a special on Sci-Fi about how he's kind of connected to the paranormal world, and it showed one of his found footage movies when he was young that he made and it was like he made contact with like a dark force or like a dark ghost and I was young at the time when I watched it so I was like that's cool is that real but it was very like I watched it on YouTube a few years ago and I was like this is cringy as fuck hmm. like it, it was a whole like almost mockumentary sort of like Blair Witch but not nearly as conceited or egotistical uh, and they made it seem like well he's so good at making these horror movies because he's like connected to that realm mm -hmm. um and i i just remember that while we were talking about it i don't know if any of you remember that at all but it was it was kind of a big thing when it when it aired um but that's that was people like him were the reason i wanted to make movies when i was younger because if you bought the shining on dvd or signs or uh, i know he did one for unbreakable maybe for the village the special features on the dvd always had one of his homemade movies from when he was like 12 or 13 that kind of relate to, to what he was doing what, to what, that movie. movie yeah like uh signs had one where you know it was him and a friend being i think abducted by ufos or by aliens or like aliens chasing them the village had one i don't remember uh unbreakable had like a little action movie him and his friends made um and I was like, dude, that's like what I do with my friends. Like, I could be the next M. Night Shyamalan. And here I am, a corporate shrill. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Could be worse. So. All right, man. Yeah, this was this was great. Um, yeah, next week, Friday. Talk Army of the Dead. Yes. Okay. I I, <laughs> I I got scared there for a second. I, yeah, I've got my uh, 
another uh, graduation party for my brother, but that's on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, and, so. I, and if it's if it happens to be on Friday, you can do do it a different day. No, 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 it's not on Friday. Okay, I'll be good. Um, and I could probably do earlier because, like I said, we just had to go out for to celebrate Nicole's promotion. Yeah. So, so. what? So what promotion? HR. Yeah, uh, she's doing HR and cost like she's doing admin work in the office now. So is is um, is what you told me happening? Like, it's not a secret. You can say it. It's not leaving? a big deal. Yeah, at some point, it's it's still this is one of those steps. Um, because you know she was cashiering and stuff, and she applied for like the office admin stuff. And so thank you, Aaron. I will let her know. Um, and that you know, so now basically the next step is to either get into the HR position at this location, which will not happen because that was just filled not even a year ago. Hmm. And when you're in that position, like that, that had one at the office of the warehouse, uh, you're typically in that for a long time. So um, in the next few months, we're just going to kind of start looking see if anything, there's a few States we're looking at. Um, and if, you know, if they have a position open, she's going to go for it. And now that she has this under her belt, she is much more likely to get it. Um, she would have been before, I think she would have been fine, but this will definitely go the extra, um, the extra mile. So, so yeah, we'll see. Well, excellent. Yeah. Good news all around. No, I'm still alive. Not all good news. And on that note, I think it's time to end this. I wish I was dead sometimes. Oh, <laughs> Okay, Bruce, that's You know, enough. all life is a dream on the way to death. <laughs> I fight crime in a rubber suit. Really, really seals in the flavor. flavor. Dude, I'm excited as fuck for that. For the, for that. For the Batman? Well, yeah, that too. Do you see the new... I guess we could have talked about... Well, no. We talked so much DC shit. What do you think of uh, the Paul Dano, the new suit, or that, that image? Fine. I don't care. It's a new Joker. Riddler, yeah, sorry, Riddler, like, Riddler. Yeah, I'm Riddler. not. I'm not pissed. He's not wearing like a top hat and has his cane. Like no. it's like, it's it feels very seven. Aaron and Jason, I'm actually very curious because I know Kyle. You and I are kind of on the same page with that trailer. That that first one that came out. I don't know if I ever heard what Aaron thought and Jason. I I think the last time I saw you was Aaron's birthday party like two three years ago. And yet, if you it was live even basically there. in his backyard. Yeah, I, I literally walked past your house three times yesterday on my daily walk. Or not your house, your apartments. And I'm like, that's where Jason is. I always look to see if there's a Subaru leaving. Um, Subaru. Yeah, what do you guys think of that, of the Batman trailer over the over last summer? Almost a year ago, we got that trailer now. Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. I'm very curious about their thoughts. This is the part that's, I'm glad we're not recording anymore. Because it's, Cause it's like, delay. if we were actually, like, trying to talk to the chat, then we would just sit here, like... <sighs> mm -hmm. Yep. What do you think of the Batmobile, Kyle? You like it? Uh, it's 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 a different Batmobile. It's the car with weird... I don't even know what to call it. Spoilers? Yeah, very weird how simplistic it is. Yeah. I kind of I mean, like it. I like that it's different. I'm kind of getting tired of the tank. Yeah. After, after Arkham, after Arkham. Okay, after Aaron Arkham says Knight. he's struggling with it. Are you struggling with the Batmobile, or are you struggling with that trailer? 
because I know, and I'm sure one of the things Aaron's going to say is Robert Pattinson. Now, mind you, that was 25% of stuff they filmed before they had to shut down. Yeah. And so, I hate to say it. it. What's funny is, like, when Nicole and I started dating, you know, she was one of those, like, I love Twilight. And I was like, Jesus, fuck, we got some indoctrination to do to you. <laughs> um, now, she hates Robert Pattinson. And she doesn't get me because I'm the opposite. I thought he was fucking phenomenal in the lighthouse. Good time from the Russo brothers, not the Russo brothers. Um, the, the, the brothers at Sadie, I think it's the Sadie or Sadie brothers, the ones that did uh, uncut gems. He was amazing in that. Robert Pattinson has fucking put in some work recently. And I've actually been very impressed with him. I think he's going to be, uh, I think he's going to be amazing. Robert Pattinson, yeah, has proven himself after Twilight. Yeah, Lost City of Z was another one he was really good in. So I'm just curious. I'm not going to like, I, I would never, I don't think I could ever argue with uh, Aaron about anything comic related. Um, I'm glad I'm we're glad getting a new take. I'm afraid that if it works, WB will not know how to proceed. But the, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the say the word. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. <laughs> And the cast was thrown on me. me yeah. Tenet made me way less nervous. Yeah. I'm assuming Tenet by that, you mean like, yeah, Robert Pattinson's like rolling. I haven't seen that still. You haven't watched Tenet um, yet? No. Um, every time I'm getting ready to watch, it's like literally free to me right now. I could go watch it right now. And I, I'm still like, I own it because I own every single Chris Nolan I don't film. Know. I, I'm, I'm getting a little Chris Nolan doubt. Um, and not that I hate him or anything, but um, I think the last great one I saw of his was Interstellar and everything since. And I'm like, all right, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that it feels a lot like Seven. Like, it's got a very aesthetic, yeah. dark, gothic... Like, it feels like David Fincher's Seven. Um, it could be interesting if they made Bruce's money less of a factor. I think that's where they're going with this. They're, I mean... Aesthetically, he doesn't... He doesn't come off as a rich boy. Mm-hmm. In, like, say... I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be that as much. I, yeah. I don't think it's gonna be a, a mo- about like like oh you know he doesn't have as much money. Um, it could be that because you know everything he has looks kind of rudimentary. But what I like is based on what the trailer was hinting is a lot more about him psychologically. Mm-hmm. He's he you could tell he's kind of more broken than you see even in like like the the Nolan trilogy never really went into like him being a broken man. Um, a little bit, really th- a very, very little, a little. Yeah. But this one really seems like he's kind of like, he's got a lot of like ghosts and stuff, you mm-hmm. know? And I, I don't like it when people say like, Oh, it's just, you look at the eye makeup. I'm like, yeah, that eye makeup's fucking amazing. Cause they're finally admitting he has to wear that, you know, like you remember when in a uh, Batman returns, when, um, when, he, when he rips off, when the he mask rips it off and yeah, he has gone. the makeup, but then it's gone. Yeah. yeah. It's like stuff like that is stupid as shit. So it's cool to see, like, yeah, he kind of has to. It's a part of his his getup, you know. He has to do that. Um, I I wish, and and I think we talked. You know, we did talk about this in one episode where me and Austin at my bachelor party had gotten like a mm-hmm. heated debate about it in his basement because he's like he has long hair. He just looks like an emo, and I'm like, who cares about his fucking hairstyle? Like, look at the rest of that beatdown he put on those thugs. You've never seen that in a live action. No, Batman, other than. Uh, Batman v Superman when he that warehouse scene is the best scene in that movie because he actually fights mm-hmm. um, 
but yeah, and the way, how brutal he is and shit. Like, dude, that is fucking exciting. So that's bad. And I hope. Do you think they're gonna bring in Robin? League of, or, uh, League of Owls. League, <laughs> I was of Owls. League of Shadow. Uh, Court of Owls. Uh, I feel like it's gotta be at least referenced. It seems like it really will be. I mean, with the there, I mean, there were some owls like that were like in the background, like just owls themselves. So I and think, on the card from the Riddler. Yep. So I think this universe, the Court of Owls, are a thing, but it's not known to everyone, like like it is. Yeah. In the comics. But I mean, do you think they're gonna make a direct reference to it? I, I think we can forego another Joker for a little while. Well, can, I'm not saying Joker. I'm saying no, 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 no. Hear me out. Because we do. Oh. Not, we do not need another joker for a little while so we can forego him for if let's say he does five movies joker be second or the last villain that is the main one i think maybe the second the sequel to this is then court of owls i feel like there's going to be a director yes oh oh hell yeah I actually hang on. Um, before we talk about that, real quick, I do want to talk about Daredevil. Um, at the very end of the trailer, when he says you're a part of this too, mm-hmm. and Bruce says, "How am I part of this?" He says, "You'll see." The only thing I can think that means is that Thomas and Martha Wayne were part of the Court of Owls, and this is my theory. And the Joker is like trying to go. At, I mean, he kills the mayor. He gives Batman a card with an owl on it. Like, I, I honestly think that the Court of Owls is going to play a huge... And you might not even... It would be brilliant if they find a way to do it where, like you said, they're not going to be the main villain in this. He's not going to fight them at all. Mm-hmm. But they're pulling all the strings, and you start finding that out throughout the movie, and that sets it up for the second one where the main villain is the Court of Owls. That's kind of what I yeah. think they're doing with this. I really hope so, at least. Yeah, like because the Court of Owls could be pulling all the strings for like the Riddler, Penguin and the mob and then at the very end show... i feel like the riddler is trying to expose the court of owls okay that, that but is, he's that not not like and not like in a way where riddler is actually kind of an anti-hero but he's still a villain mm-hmm. but he's also like he has like a grudge against the court of owls that's why he killed the mayor and that's why he doesn't like he know it seems like he knows who bruce is i feel like um and that's kind of a thing in the comics too isn't it that Richard Nygma knows who Edward Richard <laughs> Edward Nygma knows who Batman is. Uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe fuck. Maybe more recent, but I'm not. Well, I hope. I hope that's what they do. But yeah, um, Daredevil. Yeah, I just watched. Uh, when I was supposed to be working a few days ago, I watched the hallway fight scene again. Then I watched the stairway fight scene from season two or three, um, and that led me to watching the Punisher fight scenes in the prisons and stuff. Yes, Court of Owls was New Fifty Two. It's um, I don't know if you were here for this early, Jason, but Court of Owls was probably one of the best stories out of the New Fifty Two. Yeah, and what Aaron said wasn't he the only one figured out on his own recently? I thought there was like a thing where, uh, where. Edward Richard Nigma knew. I mean, maybe in the DC animated Hush movie, because spoilers for that, they they uh, screw up the ending. 
Oh, um. Mm, oh, Doctor, um. Not uh, Wu. Oh, um. The mad scientist looking dude? Yeah, the bald. Yeah, uh, strange. Yeah, Doctor. Hugo strange. strange. Yep. That was. Uh, now, that him, was I Arkham City. Quite as much, yeah. But that was definitely Arkham City because I remember that being a a big thing mm -hmm. when I was trying to play through that again. Ugh. You just you just need to sit down. Daredevil Punisher season two rooftop episode. The dialogue, the pacing, and that's what the one brilliant. Yeah, I think the peak of the Daredevil show, and it could have had more if Netflix and DC. I don't not DC Marvel. I don't know who was in charge of saying it couldn't have been Netflix. It was. It had to be their biggest show. Mm -hmm. Um, that. And they and I'm really getting tired of hearing the, oh Charlie Cox might be in the new Spider-Man. Charlie Cox, they they, they might you know bring it over to Disney Plus because that's Marvel, which I don't think they ever would. Um, I'm getting tired of hearing like it, it still might be alive. It's like it it's so irritating. They're like The Punisher, which actually was a phenomenal show, had two seasons, and that's it daredevil had three and i like you can't even say they ended it like yeah he fought fisk and he won but there's so many different directions they could have gone after that i it's just it is baffling to me that literally the best original show i've seen on netflix the two best i don't know if there's a another netflix show i've ever enjoyed as much than those two they're just gone now mm -hmm. that's it Orange is the New Black can get nine fucking seasons or, you know, like uh, Riverdale can get whatever the fuck they're up to now. And then you get like these shows with these amazing technical, literally, I honestly, and I think I've told you this in the past, Kyle, and I still maintain this. Nothing is, I don't like anything in Marvel better than Daredevil and uh, Punisher. Those are my two favorite live action Marvel things I've ever seen. Um, yeah, Stranger Things, which season one was great. Season two was good. Season three was all right. I'm just, I'm fucking done with it because now everything is like, what if we made this set in the 1980s and had a lot of synthesizers and made a lot of references to 80s things? Like, it's, just, it's I'm so fucking over it now. So season three of Daredevil is what Batman Dark Knight Rises could have been. Yeah. With the return. Season three of Daredevil. What happened in that one is... So he is... That's where Fisk finds out Yes, it's also where it's because it takes place after the Defenders, so everyone yeah. presumes Daredevil is dead. Um, so he then goes to the convent. Um, he hides. Yeah. He, he goes back into the black suit, and like, which was awesome. Ass. Yeah, I then I agree because I'm assuming Jason, on. what you're saying is that Dark Knight Rises was underwhelming. In a, in, in a few areas. And yet, I I've saw it five times in theaters. I think Spencer and I got in a huge argument about that, too, because I said, I think I told him, like, when we left the theater, it felt like they knew because of Dark Knight, they couldn't make it as good, and they knew it was the end of a trilogy. Mm -hmm. So when there were plot holes, like gaping plot holes, they were just like, no one's going to care. It's a superhero movie. Whereas they would have been more meticulous, and they would have thought it through a lot more with um, Batman Begins and Dark Knight. And then in this one, they're like, let's just have some epic set pieces. He's going to whoop the shit out of Batman. Batman comes back and saves the day in broad daylight because the dawn is, you know, it's the dawn. And, and that's, uh, and that's, um, you know, that's, that, that, that's, that says something 
uh, subconsciously. It's a metaphor mm -hmm. and that, that makes it good. And it's like, no, it's still like, it's, it's fun to watch, but it's not near the quality of the first two. I don't think, although Tom Hardy was awesome as Spain, even though he's like my height, <laughs> but yeah. he, uh, he fucking rocked that shit. So who would you cast as Bane in the next movie? Dave Batista, since he's like campaigning hard for, I don't oh. think, I just don't see him as Bane. I like the guy, but. No one said it was supposed to have Joker again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heath passing change everything. Yep. Selfish son of a bitch. I do, I do remember uh, them talking about that. That would have been interesting. There's a think... there's an animatic, animatic um, scene where Bane goes through the halls of Blackgate Prison. Stops at the Joker's cell, yeah. looks at him. They both look at each other, and then he just walks away. I don't, I don't remember if he says anything. No, I thought it was he looks into the cell, and the Joker's just laughing, but he has his back turned to him, so you don't see the Joker's face. It's just like he looks into the cell, and the Joker's staring at the wall with his back to the door. That could be it, because then that, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't do that. I think it would have. It would have had people divided, and it would yeah. have it would have it would have taken. It would have it would have. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It would have been distracting, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, it was fine. It was an okay ending, you know. I mean, that's still, yeah. It is. It, that would have been cheap. Um, I mean, it. I try not to look at that movie by itself, and I try to look at like the overall arc, of the character, and like, I try to think of it like as three movies as one. That makes me like it a lot more, but it's I, I can't deny that uh Batman Begins is great. Um Dark Knight is I think everyone would say it's probably still the best superhero movie ever made. Yeah. Um, and then Dark Knight Rises is I don't want to say it was like cobbled together, it wasn't, but you could tell they didn't put the time or commitment into it as much as the first two. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, did you finish uh, Invincible? I did. Whew. I want to read Invincible. I do too, but I'm not going to. I, I, looked, I, I looked at, um, there's a picture floating around. Like a, oh, all, is it the one where it shows like this is how this much they cover season one? Yeah. And it's like four books like this thick? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no spoilers. spoilers. Nope. Okay. I, that's one thing I won't spoil. And if we even if we talk about it next week, so Kyle could say like he watched it, finished it, and we could like review it together, which I just, I guess we could do that. I would still want to do it as no spoilers because episode to episode, you could spoil a hundred things, you know, just because it's so. I do like the way they incorporate the title title card. Yeah, how every episode is bloodier and bloodier. I wonder title. if that's how they do that in the comics. I feel like it has to be. Yeah. yeah. Or else why um, would they put that in there? Aaron just brought up a really good point. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is probably the best ever. Actually, I think he might be right. No, oh, Jason says no. Jason, listen, everyone like Ben Affleck as Daredevil, but that doesn't mean that that was like the best superhero movie. So, the director's cut of Daredevil is better. Is better. Not great. No. <laughs> um, no, I think I might agree with Aaron actually. That's a really good mm -hmm. point. I love uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Spider um can you call it cinematography? Um, I just the art. I I don't know what you would even call it. The 
the framing, the uh, everything about that movie is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. No, the invincible title thing isn't in the book. Oh, well, that's a missed opportunity for the book. Now, hang on, Jason. Are you saying you know that because you've read it? Because if you've read it, I don't think we can spoil it. Well, Aaron, look, actually, you should watch. I think Aaron would love it. There, from what I know, there's different uh, events happen in the book than in season one. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I will read them then. It's on his list. Get get to it quick. It's uh, it's. I'm waiting to binge it. Binge it. I mean, all this. It's all done. The episodes season are season one is done. All the episodes are on Amazon Prime. Seven or eight episodes, I want to say, around yeah. for anywhere from like an hour and one minute. I think the first episode is to, you know, 40, 50 minutes a piece. They all kind of differ, but it's in that, um, it's in that area. Some of it I don't love. Like some of the characters kind of annoy me. Um, I don't want to say who, just because I don't think it would spoil anything. But we yeah. can talk about it down the road. Um, but some characters, I'm just like I would be fine with not seeing you in another episode <laughs> um i'll text you who later kyle but uh yeah that that is amazing and like i was saying when we we're talking about tyler sheridan and i got the hat on fucking yellowstone aaron would love it it's uh oh, i don't I know forgot if to Jason ask you would... about the ranch there's not much to ask <laughs> we finished it 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 was uh fucking stupid as shit oh uh, um, no jason's internet just crashed how do you know because oh, he texted me he texted you? <laughs> oh, no. oh no is invincible the one with the little wizard boy no that's uh uh lord of the potter invincible oh. one with the little wizard boy that's that is harry potter question specifically for nick did you watch the terror and what did you think i did um, didn't watch the second season just because obviously I was only interested in the first season because it's the terror. I don't know why they made it into a multi-season show. I, it was fucking great. Um, I still like the book better. Um, uh, Jared, oh, fuck, what's his name? He was also in Chernobyl. Jared, Kyle, can you look quick? Yeah. He was in Chernobyl and Mad Men and The Expanse. He was in that. Um, books are better, but still The Expanse is a phenomenal sci-fi show. Um, it's Jared something. Jared Harris? Yes, Jared Harris. Thank you. Uh, that entire cast is fucking perfect. And the claustrophobia and the darkness, like, they captured the feeling that I got when I read the book so goddamn well. Um, and a lot of people say it's like one of the scariest shows they've watched. I didn't find it that scary. I just, I kept watching it because I love the story and I love the book. I found the book to be one of the scariest books I've ever read. Maybe that's why the show didn't scare me, but um, I thought it was just, and maybe it's because I knew what was kind of going to happen and they didn't divert too much from what I remember. Um, But I don't think you could have made that book into a live action format any better. Um, it would have been a disservice to do it as a movie (laughs) and doing it as like a 10 episode show was absolutely the right way to go. Um, I thought it was amazing. I guess then a question to your question now, Aaron, and I think maybe we talked about this, Kyle, maybe not Uh, about six months ago, five months ago, for the first time in my entire life, I watched master and commander. 
Okay, I have that's I have never watched that. I always avoided it because I heard it was very slow and boring. And whoever the fuck said that should be have their shins shattered from under them. It is a phenomenal movie that's like two and a half hours long, and it feels like forty-five minutes. Um, Real? bunch okay. of wads. Bunch of I don't remember if that's two. from the movie or not. I don't know if that means you have seen it. Um, I think Aaron would absolutely love it. That's also based on a series of books. I didn't know this until I, you know, until I was kind of researching it while I was watching it. Um, I, I wish to God they would make more and they're, oh, a bunch of, okay. Isn't the book based, it based on super popular. That's what I'm hearing. I, um, I wanted to order it on Amazon. I've just been lazy and I haven't yet. Uh, but I want to read the whole series now because clearly we're never going to get another movie. Paul Bentney, Bettany, who's the guy that plays uh, Vision, Kyle? Paul Bettany. Bet Bettany, Bentany. Bet yeah. Uh, Paul Bet. He's so, in it. Hold on, real quick. Him and, him and Russell Crowe have like beautiful chemistry. Is all I was going to say. Uh, the Ranch. Going back to this, Danny Masterson. Uh -huh. He must stay in trial on three rape charges. I I just saw that today too. Good. All right, go back. The problem is uh, he's going to have his little Scientologist buddies, uh, you know, uh, mob style intimidating jurors and or, or anyone that they can. It's in, it's insane how, I don't know, it's, what a fucker, what a piece of shit. Is he, a, oh yeah, he's a Scientologist, Danny Masterson. Um. And it makes you wonder, like, because clearly he's probably low on the rungs. I don't know the politics of Scientology, but you got to wonder, <laughs> like, how much shit there is on Tom Cruise that we'll never find out about because he has the, like, he is like the science, he's the golden, he's the golden child, child for the Scientologist. Like, you've got to wonder what the biggest dirt on Tom Cruise is. It's got to be bad as fuck. If Danny Masterson, I mean, and I feel like he, there's a chance he could get off just because of his Scientologist pals. But uh, how is this just now going to try? I think uh, coronavirus, uh, like it, this all got announced from what I I want to say, like right before coronavirus, and they they've been postponing it because of that. Um, and you know him and his like Scientologist lawyers have been trying to postpone it more. And now it, I think when Kyle says like he has to go to trial, that's like okay, no more postponing. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, you're going to trial. So I think that's that's kind of it's not like okay no we just decided now he's going to trial it's like after you know fighting it no like you it's that's not going to work um who is the other there was another person people are saying jim carrey and will smith are science i think will smith is a scientologist isn't he i don't know i thought i heard he is and jim carrey actually maybe jim carrey's not he's just kind of in his own world i've been i've been doing something and i think you guys are gonna think i'm fucking stupid for doing this but i've been finding it extremely enlightening jim carrey is scientology that's no jim carrey is who they worship reincarnate um i am when i'm when i have a month like i'm on audible and you know every month you get a free credit so you can mm -hmm. get a free book when i'm like i don't know what i want to get um I will get a book where I'm like, let's see how fucking crazy this is. And I've only done it twice. 
where I'm like, I have no interest in this, but I'm, I'm, but I guess I do. I'm genuinely interested in like what this is going to be. The two books I did were Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, which he reads, and it is the most pretentious fucking just, and I like the guy. I think he's, he's, in, but I'm more in like, I'm kind of fascinated by him. Same way, like, I like Jim Carrey, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Um, and the one that Jim Carrey wrote, which I can't remember the name of, he has Jeff Daniels reading it. I wish it had been Jim Carrey. And it's like a biography of Jim Carrey's life, but it's not him. It's somebody else. And it's like these stories with people he runs into. One of them is Tom Cruise. And apparently Tom Cruise wasn't happy about it, which is why I was like, all right, I'm going to download this book. And I've listened to both of them, not all the way through. I couldn't get through either of them, but it's fascinating. Like reading these and being like, I don't, you'll never know what's true and what's not. Like how much are you sucking your own dick and thinking that you're this special and how much of it is made up. And it, it, I love books by, by, by like actors Mm -hmm. who, you know, like have like ghost writers sometimes like, Matthew McConaughey said, like, I knew I had, like, all this inside me. So I went up to a cabin for, like, what do you say, like, for four weeks, and I just put all my thoughts on paper and turned into this book, Green Lies. And it's like, dude, nobody goes up. You're a fucking working actor. You don't have four weeks you take off. Be like, I think I'm going to go up to the cab and leave my wife and my kids. I'm just going to write all my thoughts into a book that I'm going to publish because I need to be heard that much. It's so fucking pretentious. But then I gave him my audible credit and I listened to it. But it's not good. I download audiobooks illegally. Bad Monkey by Matt Ruff. What's that about, Jason? I just, uh, it sucks you told me this now because <clears throat> my audible credit is, say, the 21st. Yep. Uh, this morning at like 12 30 in the morning, I, I used my audible credit like right when it became available. Um, Norm Macdonald, the comedian, he wrote a, a book and he narrates it. So I I picked that one up. Um, I've never heard of Matt Ruff. Maybe Bad Monkey. Oh, is this like the spinoff of the monkey from uh, Friends? Which, by the way, we didn't talk about. I wanted to bring that up. The Friends reunion next week on HBO Max. Cool. I'm watching it. Fuck you, Kyle. I know you He's are. famous now because of Lovecraft Country. Yeah, no, you, Aaron, and everyone else in the world is going to be watching that. No, I actually had a few friends. Uh, I think, yeah, you met, well, you met Chris back in the day yeah. through uh, Halo and stuff. But his other friend, Corey, they were giving me mad shit for being excited about that. And I was like, I don't care. If that's my biggest guilty pleasure show. I'm always going to love it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, he's famous now because of Lovecraft. Did he, was he a writer? <laughs> On Lovecraft Country. Oh shit! And then after this, I'm gonna have to go because I have to proofread Nicole's like exam thing that she worked on, and it's due at midnight. That's fine. We've been going for almost three hours anyway. Have we really? Wow. That's two hours and forty-five minutes. Look at us. I know. Look at us. He wrote the book. Oh, I didn't know Lovecraft Country was a book. Okay. Um, here, because I'm using my phone to watch the chat. That's why, like, I don't know if you guys noticed, I've been looking, like, here and not, like, here. That's because well, I got, like, I've my al- phone here. I mean, I've also, like, the camera's right in front of me, but I also have the chat to the side. I also have it to the side over here. 
because I'm watching the stream to make sure everything's good. Which haven't dropped any frames. Look at that. We're giving people like the uh, behind the scenes. Bad... Actually, no, I'm sorry. I had 0.1% drop frames. Bad Monkeys, Bad Monkeys is a psychological thriller. Received mixed reviews in national media, but was subsequently optioned as for a film. I've always found I enjoy books and movies where it's like half the people hate them and half the people love them than movies that everyone loves or everyone hates. It, it has to be like half and half. That's the only way, because like then I won't go into it thinking like, this is going to be bad or this is going to be good. You know, I'm like, I don't have a leg to stand on here. Mental disabilities when you lost Vegas, Clark County Detention Center. I'm not going to read the plot. I don't want to read the. Do you want me to read you the plot summary? Well, no, this is, I feel like this is more of a description of the plot, not a plot summary. I could look it up. Okay, this sounds interesting. Bad Monkeys, Matt Ruff. That might be my next one, actually. I am, I am reading a series right now. I've got one here. I'll show it real quick and then I got to fuck off. Um, oh, fuck. Here, one second. So I came across these. It's like um, The Godfather meets Lawless. Okay. Um, the first book is called Bull Mountain. I finished that in like three days. It was so, and I, I, I'm a slow reader these days because I don't have time anymore. But I, like right after work, I would read like a quarter of it, you know. Um, and there's three books in the series so far. I don't know. I'm trying to not like find spoilers or anything. So I don't know what happens in the third one or if there's going to be more, but I'm reading the second one right now called like lions. Everyone says it's better than the first one so far. Like I'm finally getting to the point where I'm like, Oh yeah, this is better. Uh, these are very like fast paced reads just because you do, you read a chapter and then you're like, okay. I'll, I guess I'll just start the next one. And then you read the next one. You're like, okay, one more, you know, it's kind of like one of those. Mm -hmm. So if you're ever looking for a really fucking good book, start with Bull Mountain, kind of like Out Cold, the movie Out Cold, one of Zach Galifianakis' first movies. It takes place on Bull Mountain. And that one guy who was in everything, the bald guy, uh, he was an anchorman, snakes on a plane. I can't believe that's the second movie I named him in. Uh, the office but whatever he a uh, bull mountain don't go changing anyway okay, that's yeah. a joke that if you haven't seen out cold you're not going to get it but bull mountain is the first one like lines is the second one i am a little more than halfway through it and it is fucking amazing so if you guys ever want you should read these too they're really good huh. and tom hanks is uncommon type my friend just finished uh, resident evil 8 eh. reading a book called motherfucking sharks yeah, Samuel L. Jackson wrote that, didn't he? On a motherfucking plane. <laughs> Sick and tired of these motherfucking sharks sure. in this motherfucking, motherfucking ocean, plane. and then he just poaches them all. Is that is that a real book? Brian, oh, oh my God. All right, I'm going to check this last one out because I'm... Brian Allen Carr. Hold on, I love how I'm using my work laptop for this. He won the Larry McMurdy 
oh no, he was judged and won a prize as judged by Larry McMurdy. Larry, Larry McMurdy wrote, um, I can't believe this. Uh, I think I have it right here, actually. Yep. Ah, Lonesome Dove. One of the best fucking Westerns you could read and one of the best miniseries with Tommy Lee Jones and Robert Duvall. Everyone should read Lonesome Dove and watch the miniseries. It's fucking phenomenal. Brian Allen Carr. Motherfucking Sharks, 2013. I'll have to check that out too then. Last horror novel last horror novel in the world, Opioid Indiana. These are some interesting names in his for his books. Short bus. <laughs> Eddie and the Low Hung Hands. Okay. I'll have to check those out. All right. I gotta get out of here. All right. So uh I have a paper to go. Go read. Yep. All right. Uh, that's where I'm going to call it as well. Uh, Jason and Aaron, I will most likely see both of you tomorrow. Is it? Yeah, it's almost 11 o'clock. Cool. Uh, Nick, I will talk to you during the week. Yes, sir. You let me know when. Uh, yes. And uh, we'll reconvene back here. And uh, everyone have a good night. Cool, cool. Choose, son. Cool, cool. Goodbye, stream. Bye, Love chat. you all. Thanks for watching, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you.